Welcome back to Salad, the advertising podcast. And uh, we're here to tell you that you can now, thanks to Airbnb and Mattel, rent Barbie's Dream Airbnb in, yes, you guessed it, <laughs> Malibu. It's a straight-up mansion. Everything's pink. There's a infinity pool. And, yes, Zach, this is your chance to finally visit an ad. <laughs> I'm headed to Malibu. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. God, you pink cooking pot, Zach. You're just gonna have a hell of a time. <laughs> um, but yeah, sixty dollars a night for a mansion. Respect, honestly. Airbnb's killing it. You could stay in the IKEA showroom. You could have stayed in the Wienermobile, but now's your chance, Zach. To, to, stay, to stay in the Barbie hotel. Mm-hmm. Not even the hotel. It's a mansion. Do they play the Barbie talk on, like, on repeat? Because that's gonna be a deal breaker. <laughs> Uh, if anything is a deal maker <laughs> and we can only hope <laughs> think love island mansion but better in pink <laughs> anyway what's up everyone um we are without cole today in a perfect follow-up to last week's episode cole is out of town celebrating his three-year anniversary Aww. with his girlfriend which is super sweet and uh, yeah, Zach and I are just chilling, holding down the fort, throwing it back to the good old days. Way back. And yeah, we're excited. <laughs> like the way back the boys. Way back. <laughs> um, so we're going to get things started off today. Zach and I are going to kind of alternate here. Just to give you an idea of what we're looking at for this episode, we're going to talk about Domino's Pizza and Google partnering up. We're going to talk about Fortnite, which we have to. And then KFC and StubHub, as well as gem spa which if you don't know what gem spa is you'd be forgiven if you're not from new york a very popular bodega and uh they did a really cool stunt uh <laughs> kind of was like whoa all right good for them so we're gonna get to all four of those today we won't have an episode this thursday just so you have the heads up we are going to get into that again next week once we have cole back figured the most benefit on these deep dives is when we have all three of us to bounce off of each other so we want to give you the full take not just a half bite size <laughs> if half you will size or i guess I, I, I guess if tuesdays are bites or i don't even know three quarter bite anyway we're in it we're moving we're loving life now domino's pizza let's get it so obviously as most of you probably know the pixel 4 uh came out recently and was announced at their big conference it's kind of the worst kept secret because there's a lot of google leaks at the time <laughs> but in a very smart activation, I think. Google partnered with Domino's to deliver their Pixel 4 in a pizza box to phone salespeople across the country. Um, which you may be wondering why Domino's pizza, but have you ever tried to use your phone when your hands are covered in grease? And you just realize you're like, you're trying to use your knuckle to click the button because you don't want to get the grease on the screen. And then you get the grease on the screen. It's just awful. Um, well, Google's trying to get people to see its hands-free functions and test those out. Um, essentially different things. You can like do different movements in front of your phone screen with your hand to get it to recognize different actions. Um, so it was a very smart thing. And I think in the sense of like, sending it to phone salespeople to get them to like actually try it out and then be able to talk about it with, with those, um, those pesky consumers that you got to sell to. Um, so what do you think, Zach? And I guess I should say too, it was done in collaboration with VMLY and R the alphabet soup <laughs> agency. 
the ABCD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the ABCDs of advertising. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The letters. Um, <laughs> um, at first, I will say, when I first saw this, I almost felt bad for the phone. Not in like a, I didn't like the ad way, but just because I was like, oh my God, it's so close to like that greasy pizza under it. And I was like, is it getting like heat? Is there like heat radiating into the phone from the pizza? And is that affecting it? You know, that's the type of shit, the type of stuff that goes on in my head. Um, Oddly specific, but I love it. I just had to share that because at first I was like, this is kind of weird, but I mean, it's weird on purpose. You know, it, once you read into what it's actually trying to prove, it makes perfect sense because the point is. As you pointed out, um, you don't want to touch your phone when you have greasy fingers. And that's exactly where that discomfort in my head was coming from. Because I was like, I don't want to compare this beautiful, brand new piece of technology uh, with a greasy pizza. I don't want them anywhere near each other, you know? And that's exactly why they did it, was because when you get this pizza box delivered to you, most people might have some sort of similar reaction or have... um, understand kind of like what you were saying have have felt that way before when they have greasy fingers and they don't want to touch their phone but someone calls or something happens and 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 they need to um and so with that being said i thought it was an awesome stunt the fact that they actually delivered them to influencers in the technology space and delivered these phones to them directly uh was a perfect tie-in um and the other perfect tie-in in my opinion is that they actually chose Domino's. On the surface, you can talk about the fact that they're now the biggest pizza chain, which makes sense because why would you look past the largest pizza chain to, to launch this activation? But also, they've been doing so much work recently to position themselves as more of a tech brand. You know, they were kind of the first like fast food yeah. brand to really start getting involved in in technology. And they've, they've implemented it in their delivery process and their ordering process um, in, in, in their app. You know, like all of these things were things that Domino's sort of pioneered. So it was a great tie-in for a technology company to use Domino's because Domino's has such a um, large presence in the tech space. Yeah, I think that's a great point. I think it really does tie in nicely with Domino's. So it actually feels like it's kind of like serves both of them equally well. Um yeah, so it's kind of cool. And like I just say to Google it, check it out. But just to describe the box for you too, it's kind of cool because there's a, there's a, A, ooh, true. Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> but there's like essentially like the box is designed to look like the Google Pixel, like it's got Google Pixel 4, like Domino's style branding on it. And then there's the phone outline and then the phone outline opens up and it's just hidden inside of it, just nestled in like a nice little, nice little, I don't know. Just like a pig in a blanket, <laughs> a phone in a pizza box, and then uh, you can fold the box into a into a stand essentially that then allows you to like eat your pizza while your phone's propped up and like looking at it. So it's pretty cool. <laughs> and I bet that um, I bet that box that they used also amplifies sound, which would ooh, be awesome. probably it makes it even louder. You can keep it even farther away from the pizza grease. <laughs> in other words, it's a real banger of a spot. Um, <laughs> And speaking of bangers, um, let's talk about Fortnite. I don't know how many of you out there have played it. How many of you out there have a positive reaction to it or a negative reaction to it when you hear it? But they have done a great job of keeping, I guess, in vogue with their audience yep. and culture. I will say I uh, 
I've played it a little bit with some friends, like recently. Last time was a year ago or so. <laughs> and, I love how you played that out. Not recently. <laughs> you know, it's just you know, it's complicated. <laughs> um, but I will say, like Fortnite for context has done a great job because all these battle royale type games where you have everyone dropped into one center and then you fight it out, last one standing wins. Typically, like had a shelf life of like six months to a year max. Yeah. Yeah, and here Fortnite is in almost in year three, I think, and it's still relevant. Even if the hardcore gamers would say that they don't play it anymore, the fact that it's still relevant to such a wide audience means they've done a good job of managing their community, which I think is something, if you talk about brand strategy, and the reason I want to bring this up is the best strategy and the best insights, I feel like, and the best creative come from looking at what a company in a completely different industry to your own is doing mm-hmm. because they've obviously figured something else out that matches for them. And then your ability to like surprise and delight a consumer is if you can, can find a way that that relates back to your consumer base in a unique way that hasn't been done before. And it likely hasn't been done or seen before because it's from a completely different industry. And those are the kind of cool things. So what Fortnite did is every few months they have a new season where they essentially wipe everything clean, get a new map style, new weapons, stuff like that. Um, But what they did for this is they had a black hole that was kind of growing in the sky over the course of time. And then just like last week, black hole just consumes the map. Just everything's gone. So you're playing and then you're just floating in space. You get kicked out. (laughs) You you just see this empty void, (laughs) essentially. And people just watched it, lost it. Yeah, well, they watched it and they lost it. Yeah, and lost it. <laughs> they um, they were tweeting about it too, like, kind of like saying like the end is near and like teasing it to fans and like getting people hyped up, and uh, and literally, I think at one point, I forget how many people were watching it, but there was a point where like, just millions of people were just sitting in there watching it, watching this black hole, and I forget what the comparison was, but it was more than like like the late night television that was going on or something absolutely insane um but then they came back they started a new season and launched you know the announcement of like the second like part or whatever it was like kind of like a new part two for fortnite um and it's fortnite chapter two and uh it's just a really cool pr stunt and i think like zach before i toss it to you um think about like how you can tease your consumers and play with consumers like if you're if, if you have fans as a brand like being able to find a way to get them hyped up, whether it's like teasing something and getting them talking, like giving them excitement before the excitement, if you will. Mm-hmm. Really great way to, to to drum up PR along the way and drum up uh, interest. So, yes. Yeah. Zach, what do you think? Um, I think you hit on a lot of the points that I was going to cover. So fuck you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, this is what happens when Cole's out being a good boyfriend and having fun times. <laughs> I got to carry two loads and I'm here to do them well. (laughs) Um, No. To your point about, you know, everyone sort of freaking out and also the just sheer amount of people that tuned into this. I first heard about this via a text message from a friend. Yeah, Yeah. And neither of us like play Fortnite anymore. It was it was old roommates that had played Fortnite together when it first came to like prominence, like two years ago, you know what I mean? Or a year and a half ago. Yeah. 
and he texted me and another buddy of mine who we used to play together and was just like, uh, did Fortnite just shut down? Question mark. You know what I mean? So it got so much attention uh, from people who play it, yeah. from people who don't play it, but have played it in the past. Um, everyone, it seeming seemingly everyone. I mean, it's on the front page of, of so many different. Well, that's what I was going to say. I just pulled up the numbers too. Like at peak levels, 1.8 million people. Yeah we're watching on twitch and then four million yeah. on youtube like just on various just watching streams. this black hole because what they did and what i love when brands do this well is it was a total shock you know they didn't they didn't hype up that something was going to happen it wasn't like they were like get ready something new is going to come you don't know what it is it was like in the middle of gameplay you know whoever was playing at the time all of a sudden this just started going down the world and i watched a video that like showed kind of the world being swallowed up and it was really cool. You know what I mean? Like if you were actually there when it happened, it was a really cool experience yeah. to be a part of. But no one knew what the heck was happening. All of a sudden, their characters were just blasted into space looking at a black hole. And that was that. Um, and that went on for two whole days. You know, like it, it wasn't like this was just like, oh, an hour. And then they launched the new thing. It was it was two days that people just kind of sat having no idea what was happening. And of course, finally, it ended with them uh transitioning to a new map launching a bunch of new features uh in all you know the whole nine yards to keep themselves in the conversation but that's what i thought was to me the most compelling about this was just the fact that they did such a good job of understanding like where they were in cultural context you know like they they were at a point where yeah. as you said many of the other uh, battle royale versions of games have come and gone fortnite has been able to maintain its status in the gaming world but it it has definitely started to you know uh, lose some of its popularity and this came almost at a at the perfect time where they weren't quite out yet you know they weren't out of the conversation but they were down no one was like really super excited about Fortnite anymore. So they hit it at the perfect time. And that to me is what's most impressive is that they had such a mastery of understanding their audience, such a mastery of understanding where they are in the gaming sphere and use that to their advantage to create something that got everyone talking about them again. Yeah, exactly. Um, it is. Yeah, it is very well timed. And it's just funny to see like, and just two quick side notes on it too. Like one, again, I haven't played it in a while, but this got yeah, me like I, like I kind of want to download it again and play exactly. it just because I'm like I want to check it out. Like I'm like, oh yeah, it was a fun game, wasn't it? You know, um, girlfriend, girlfriend. and like for context, they've done a really good job of understanding their audience and having cultural moments in it. Like for example, 10 million people in February tuned in to watch DJ, DJ Marshmallow perform yeah, Fortnite, which was. The first time a DJ has performed on a virtual stage live. Yeah. Which was amazing, you know? Yeah. And like at one point, like you could be Thanos in it, you know, like shit like that, you know, it's like, <laughs> um, and then secondly, Ninja is like the most popular streamer for it. And like just fun examples of how they managed to break into pop culture. Lady Gaga tweeted, um, what's Fortnite? And then she spelled it wrong, which got people to really start getting into it and having fun. But then she ended up tweeting at Ninja saying, who are you? <laughs> and then Ninja's response 
was ask Drake because he's played with Drake and like a bunch of other famous basketball players. <laughs> and it's just so funny. That is awesome. I didn't even see that part of it. That is that is the perfect response. Yeah. Ask and Drake. just I got to say this joke for Cole considering he works on Twitch. But uh, Fortnite's The End will go down as the most watched gaming event in history for Western audiences. 4.5 plus million viewers on YouTube. 1.5 million plus on Twitch. 1 million plus on Twitter. 37 people on mixer <laughs> which is which is twitch's rival streaming platform that has struggled to take off <laughs> oh, oh my goodness my God. that's impressive anomaly and molenlo are doing a good job with with twitch um anyway um enough about Fortnite. we're over it we've uh, we've come out the other end of the black hole and we are in an alternate universe where now not only are there subscription services for streaming <laughs> platforms there are subscription services for food like kfc food not like blue apron shit but like fried shit oh you like, like that transition zach <laughs> i was i was just in my head going wow trent you uh you really nailed that transition <laughs> why thank you, you. Know, alternate universe with fried chicken wing subscription boxes <laughs> and 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 rudy living on again <laughs> so sean Aston is continuing his role as rudy the kfc legend um we talked about it on a previous episode go check that out but um you're here now so let's keep talking about it um essentially to promote its wings with like saturday college football um i guess consequently sunday football too but um they announced a subscription a seasoned ticket a play on the words of season tickets obviously <laughs> Uh, apparently, it smells like fried chicken, and uh, it was partnered with StubHub. They're sold as actual tickets on a ticket platform, and you get essentially a weekly order of 48 KFC chicken wings for nine weeks and a final order of 96 wings for the final 10th week for $75. They sold 500 of them, and if you're thinking that's expensive, wait till you realize how fucking good of a deal it is that for $75, you're getting a $406.89 value. Absolutely insane. Like, yeah, 528 wings. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> so then they put an ad out for it, which the ad is something pretty, you know, it's nothing out of the ordinary, but it's a kind of a funny film with it on brand with KFC's like kind of weird style lately. But like, what a weird partnership. Like, what do you think? Like, what do we make of this stack? <laughs> um, I'm giving you more room to talk it, now. I yeah. didn't lead you. I had to make you sure know, that I spoke. Fine. I spoke my my heart out on the Fortnite one because I didn't know if I was going to get a chance to speak again. <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> ooh, <laughs> you. Um, you know, Zach, you think I can't take it, but I can't. <laughs> I ain't going anywhere. You got to deal with me still. <laughs> um, five hundred and twenty-eight chicken wings. As as a group, a lot of wings sounds one so disgusting. You know, like when you think of the fact that in the course of ten weeks you can possibly eat. Granted, not alone. If you're eating forty eight chicken wings on a on a Saturday or Sunday, like props to you. Uh, keep doing what you do. But hey, we're not. No need to judge us. <laughs> but um, just the sheer volume of of this stunt is awesome. Um, and doing that, think of like. They're giving this, they're practically giving it away. Like, I know they're making $75 off of it, but 500 wings for 75 bucks is a $400 value, like you said. So they're practically giving it away. But to me, what the what the best part about this is, is just the obscurity of the idea itself. You know, everyone right now in 
the like cultural conversation of, of streaming services is talking about streaming fatigue uh, is talking about the fact that there are so many different options. How do you choose between them? How do we make sure that, you know, we're getting the best value out of the ones we do choose and, and, you know, how do we navigate that sort of issue uh, that we're having And, and, and the subscription model has now, you know, permeated, far beyond just media you know it, it was kind of pioneered by by media and 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 now we've got you know meal subscription services and quip toothbrush is a toothbrush subscription service and uh so on and so forth you know there, there are so many different ways to subscribe your life and hard-earned money to brands great um <laughs> but for kfc to <laughs> to do that is just so fun you know like it's, it's almost refreshing like i, I Unlike all of those other brands where like to me in particular, I've started to grow weary of the subscription model, you know, like I'm starting to really consider before I buy another subscription just because, you know, I forget about half of them and then I'm just paying stuff every month, blah, 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 whatever it is, right? I don't need this. You know, not to interrupt you, Zach, but you know what subscription I hate having? Hmm. (laughs) Zencaster. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wow trent is unashamed to call out zencaster while relying on zencaster to get this episode produced so it's a it's, <laughs> it's not a great relationship we have right now the audacity. <laughs> <laughs> well you could always buy 48 chicken wings or 48 you hate times to have it nine. but you hate to see it go <laughs> whatever the fuck <laughs> oh my goodness um but yeah this was just to me an awesome tie into game day because there's no other day of the week or no other time of the year when you're going to actually want to eat 48 chicken wings with a couple of buddies besides watching football games. And so I think they nailed it there. I think the partnership with um, StubHub is, is very unique. You know, that's, that's one of those two brands that you would never think would come together for any other idea. But when it, when you're selling seasoned tickets, which shout out to that name because it's an awesome play on season tickets as well. Um, it makes perfect sense. And so I think they did a really good job finding finding a way to resonate with consumers, actually provide value through a, a pretty good wheel, a pretty good deal for chicken wings, uh, and also kind of poke fun at the subscription fatigue and all of the the conversations going on surrounding that right now. So great job, in my opinion. And the, the Rudy tie-in too. I didn't even get to that. The fact that they they first created <laughs> that Rudy commercial what was it a month ago a couple months ago yeah it was, it was like a um, month back a month back when they the first summer. launched that um yeah. and the fact that that has now turned into this and they have that you know story to rely on to help launch this is also just it's just one of those things where it's like so obscure but so perfectly timed and so just on point that it you can't help but love it in my opinion like that's my question for you too zach like again like KFC does such a good job of this. We talk about it all the time, so I don't want to continue to harp on it, but like what, like, can you think of another example in culture where there's literally just celebrities on celebrities lining up to do a role? Like, I feel like it's starting to turn into a thing where it's like a cool rite of passage for a celebrity mm-hmm. to be Colonel Sanders. Yeah. Like I can't even think of an example. Like, like Doctor Who is obviously a TV show that does that, but like I don't think they're big enough to really compare in that sense. You know what I mean? Like 
is there anything U.S. based that's like this? Like, I can't even think of no, anything, especially not from an ad standpoint. I don't know if they're yeah, you know, like even from a content standpoint, like films or TV shows or like I don't know. Only- like I guess like maybe like American Horror Story, but like it's crazy just how one how long this campaign has lived on for and like how fucking more and more cool it gets (laughs) yeah the only thing i can think of from like a a media standpoint is almost like marvel which isn't the same thing but like just with like the collection of superheroes you know oh my superhero roles i feel like used to be taboo you know because they were pretty they were pretty basic you know it was it wasn't like your highbrow acting gig but now marvel has just roped in like every superstar on earth i feel like and they're they actually make awesome films you know that's a fair so that's point. the only thing that i can i can kind of compare to but that's a collection of characters that's you know fair. this is different because it's it's the colonel and they just keep, they just keep making new renditions of the colonel i would like <laughs> and, to suggest if, to play it. If, if anyone at wyden is listening um how have you not done a Harlan Sanders into the Colonel verse yet <laughs> parody of Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse? You've got it ripe for the taking to take all of the obviously the fucking like um rights usages must yeah. be insane for all the different Maybe celebrities at this point to have them all in one thing. Of that reason. <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, like make it happen somehow where we just have some original content, like just a short film. Yeah, with all of them (laughs) together fighting something. I don't care if it's the Burger King King or like a clown or like Popeyes for Machado or something. (laughs) But like (laughs) maybe that's coming. Maybe you just predicted what they're into the Colonel versus too good of an idea to not have (laughs) someone at White. Please listen and and, you know, use that information accordingly to uh, I may just like find like a writer on the KFC team on LinkedIn and just DM him with like, Hey, you can accept this or not accept this, but like, you guys Probably. need to write into the kernel verse. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to pay yeah, me. I just like, want to see this happen. Just please it. just, I literally want it for entertainment value. That's it. So please do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Amazing. <clears throat> Well, while you may want to get wings from KFC, I think it is important to call out that you probably shouldn't get wings from a New York bodega. It's not that they're unhealthy. It's not that they're not clean. But again, like, do you really want to get that there? Um, but you may want they to get there. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> I said they might be shitty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, there you go. It's a good tie-in. What you may want to get there is a credit card, potentially. Maybe a shitty one, you might say. Is that called <laughs> out? Um, essentially what we have here, I have to call this out. It's been going on for a month now. It's just started being picked up by the news. And I instantly thought of Nathan for you and dumb Starbucks. So if you know that, then you know where we're going with this. And There's if you a... don't know that you should watch it. Yes. A hundred percent. That's the entertainment, uh, recommendation for the week. Dude, honestly, we're going to do an episode one day where we just talk about Nathan Fielder and marketing. Cause he's honestly a genius. <laughs> he really is. Like, fuck. <laughs> but um, essentially, Agency DCX Growth Accelerator, which a name. obviously that name has to be a work in progress. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no offense to them, but um, this essentially is like a part bodega, part like deli, foodie place. You know, just it's like one of those New York corner food places. Um, 
it's called uh was it gem gem spa yeah gem spa. um there's as most strug- uh, as most struggling small businesses know rent is a total pain in the ass and gem spa was getting its rent hiked and there was rumors that the landlord was wanting to get citibank to come in and essentially they're trying to push out gem spa to replace it with a bank so DCX, they're not even a like Gem Spa is not even a client of theirs. DCX is just known for like helping out the underdog. Um, they even did something for Jesse's Deli, uh, which like where they just jacked up the prices at this Brooklyn mom and pop shop to like call attention to gentrification and you know the struggle of small businesses in that environment. Um, so they just kind of literally just reached out to them here too and were like, yo, we have this great idea. So they overnight. They just repurposed and re-outfitted this, this bodega into Shitty Bank, spelled C-S-C-H-I-T-I. Um, and like <laughs> the slogan is, don't welcome what's next. And so there's a lot of actually really smart ads that talk about gentrification and and like essentially like the plight of small businesses. I've said that line four times now, but it's just because it's kind of true and it's just literally what it's leaning into. But like all the branding around it is super smart. And there's even funny things about like making fun of their little restaurant and stuff that like their little cafe that they're trying to do. Um, and it's like jewel while you bank 17 and up another bland offering from shitty bank, little things like that, which are kind of funny, <laughs> but it's been so successful. Like it was supposed to just be like for a couple of days and they've kept it up for a month now. Cause foot traffic has just increased so much to their store. Um, and like, to the point where City tweeted at them saying, they say imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. We're not so sure. I roll emoji, which is like, really? <laughs> they say at Citibank is not and never was looking to open a branch here. At Gem Spa, we'd love for you to come to at City headquarters to share your egg creams with our staff who care more about iconic NYC traditions. We're buying. Of course, I should mention that Gem Spa is famous for their egg creams. So that's exciting, but it's pretty cool that they were able to do this event, increase foot traffic, and then get City to respond. Zach, what do you think? Um, I can't get over the signage on this uh, on this right. bank right now. Let me let me start by saying we've got all of the the branding elements or most of the branding elements of City of City Bank. So it looks at first glance pretty similar to what you would see if you were looking at an actual city bank um except it's shitty bank and they have lines on the outside of this place like just another shitty bank (laughs) (laughs) and on the other side uh shitty atm shitty service (laughs) (laughs) shitty atm shitty service or shitty cultural rewards (laughs) like all this stuff is just on the signage uh and oh my goodness, if I were to be walking by this in New York City, especially knowing like this location, you know, with Gem Spa being what it is, um, I would 100% walk in, you know, oh, like there, there's no way I'm not walking inside to see what the hell is going on with this deli and why it's got shitty bank advertising um, <laughs> surrounding the outside of it. And just a testament to this agency, I think, in general. Um, so much respect for them for going out and finding 
ways to get their name out there that also are helping save culture and tradition in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, anyone can go do spec work for, you know, a big brand down the street, you know, and just like make some sort of tie in. Anyone can, you know, capitalize on a cultural moment uh, and create buzz. But doing it for a local deli in New York that might be going out of business and is rumored to be purchased by a bank soon just brings a new level of like, it just gives me a new level of respect for them uh, because they're choosing to, to target those sorts of clients and create something that's gotten so much hype that they're now selling Gemspot t-shirts, you know? Yeah. It's literally turned into like a, like a hype beast level, like, just a quick note on the t-shirts because like I literally delayed our recording session because I had to read up on it <laughs> like a guy's a guy's making them it's very simple looking but like you in order to get one you have to go into the store pay get your written receipt it's not even on a receipt it's just a written note that you have the right to one and then as they are created you can go in line to get one and so there's literally drops <laughs> Like people are waiting outside the fucking bodega to get the spot t-shirts. It's wild. Trent, do you know, I didn't, I didn't read this part. Do you know if that started before this activation or was that after the shitty bank whole game? um, I believe it happened right before. And then it took off with the shitty bank. So they kind of built on each other. Because it was like, they had sold like, yeah, they were selling them before. I'm just looking back at the article again. They were selling them beforehand. Um, and then it just kind of started to take off. To to quote the guy who, um, Kyle Brintsfield, who's a clothing designer at Stud Muffin yeah. NYC, um, talks about it like this. I got into the fashion industry and would always run to the gem spot to grab my magazine or to grab magazines that featured my pieces. So when they offered a shirt and printed Madonna outside the store, he felt it was an obvious way to show support literally for a place that had always been there for him. Plus the shirts are just objectively cool. I think fashion wise, New Yorkers are genuine, passionate about their neighborhoods. He said $20 for a t-shirt isn't asking a lot to help out a local business that may be struggling. Giving back is cool. Caring is cool. The East village is cool. The East the very, village like, is cool. <laughs> it's a very like New York sentence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but it just shows like how people have gotten hyped up about this. Um, that's pretty wild. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I have no complaints on something like this. And to, they weren't hired, correct? As you were saying, this is just something that they did because they. Yeah, wanted. I think they approached them. I mean, I'm sure there is some form of like maybe it was pro bono, or maybe they just got like a sandwich or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, <laughs> the point is, this wasn't a like national level years in the making exactly land thing. And, you know what i mean this was and i think like night. to your point good takeaway for students listening here or even young creatives like i feel like we've said it before but if you're looking to do spec work to get ahead don't do a brand that everyone knows you know what i mean mm-hmm. like what is something like in your community that you can find and how can you find a cool way to help them i remember over the summer, a couple creatives I was interning with at Saatchi were finding, like, they found, like, this cool bar that had a cool, like, haunted theme and, like, went to Saatchi and was like, yo, we should make spec work for this and maybe try and get it, you know? Like, 
like doing stuff like that with the initiative, whether at an agency or on your own, I think is a very smart way to um, just get ahead and like also help out in the community. Like if you can find that local shop that doesn't have the money to pay for an ad like that, but you can think of a really cool idea. It's one super rewarding two gives you full creative Liberty almost. And then three, like, you know, it, it really will help your book. Well said. And with that, we transform into just a boring podcast again. <laughs> Salad is gone. We're hanging up the leaves for today. We're going to wrap up the show. The bowl <laughs> is empty and our hearts are, our, our hearts are sad. Our hearts but don't are worry. Full. Our hearts are full, but sad. Our stomachs are full. We ate the salad, okay, but we're sad that it's gone. Um, <laughs> or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but don't be sad. Don't be sad that we're not going to be here this Thursday. It's okay. We're going to miss you too, but we'll be back on Tuesday. With some more bite-sized takes. And uh, we'll have a nice little discussion on, on that following Thursday. Zach, I want to give the floor to you. If there's anything you have to say, now's your chance. Otherwise, let's wrap this baby up. There's nothing else I have to say, but I do have one question. Sure. Um, which one of us gets to say Cole's line? Ooh. You know, I think, I don't know. Do, do either of us say it? Does it just live on in like the, the annals of salad <laughs> history? So we don't, we don't. Do we just hang it up like a championship banner? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.